So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms to market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr. and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. What's going on everyone? Welcome to another episode of Facility Management Marketing Podcast. I am your host, Javier. So I want to, I'm going to kind of go riff a little bit. Um, I riff quite a bit on my podcast. I mean, I have agendas and topics and stuff like that, but this one I'm going to definitely riff on a little. so what I want to do is I want to spend a little time on a strategy that we're working on internally. Excuse me, just taking a swig here really quick. And so, so here's 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 where we're at. Right now, it's two weeks into November. When you probably listen to this podcast, will probably be I don't know, middle of December maybe, possibly the end of December. I have no idea, but. With that, what I want to do is I want to talk about like pre-planning budget for next year, but not really pre-planning budget for next year, if that makes sense. So, okay, so this is kind of where I'm coming from. So right now we spend X amount of dollars per month on um, on our digital acquisition. So we'll run digital ads on Facebook and Google, and we spend X dollars per month. Let's just make numbers, and this is not the number, but let's make numbers easy. Let's just make it $10,000, okay? So let's say that we spend $10,000 per month, and let's just say that we spend 50% on Facebook and 50% on Google. Now, I'm telling you this stuff, and I'm not saying model, I'm not saying go spend $10,000 on both of these channels and start marketing and be like, hey, Javier, this shit didn't work. That's on you, man, okay? so. Um, I, I'm, I'm trying to help you model this, but where I'm getting to is that is that you know my CEO came to me with kind of an idea, and we're kind of calling it like an accelerate ex, acceleration engine um, strategy, if you will, and and so we're still kind of massaging this and figuring this stuff out. I've got some more work to do with some spreadsheets tomorrow in the next couple of days, and hopefully come up with some sort of strategy that we can use into increasing our ad budget month over month based on A, investing back into the engine and B, investing back into the engine with profits that we've made in our acquisitions. Okay, so with that, what I wanna do is I wanna kinda share a little bit more about all of this. So this is what's going on. Um, So the idea is is that if you're spending $10,000 per month on ad spend, and let's say it doesn't matter how many channels, it could be one channel, it could be several channels, but let's just say you're spending 10 grand, and you say that you want to increase your budget every month by, let's just say 10%, let's just make numbers easy. So 10%, that's basically meaning that, you know, on month two, you'll increase it to $11,000. On month three, you'll increase it to, um, that's another twelve hundred bucks, so twelve thousand two hundred dollars month. Like you see what I'm saying? So it's ten percent every single month. But then you're also increasing your budget by like your gross profit as well too, like your gross profit margin. So 
example is that if you spend $10,000 and that generates you, let's say, make numbers easy, a hundred grand, okay? Then you're gonna take, say, 1% of that hundred grand, which is, I think, just a thousand bucks, okay? Let's double check on that. Yeah, thousand bucks. And so you're increasing your ad spend budget by now almost 20, basically 20%. So, and let's just say to make numbers easy, you grow your revenue from this acquisition strategy just on like a, on a paid channel by $100,000 across the board. Now we know it's not gonna be that every single month. It could be more, it can be less, whatever it is, okay? But to make numbers easy, just so you kind of you know you can kind of follow along with this. And so this approach is kind of like taking a credit card approach. So when you use a credit card, you basically, if you use a credit card correctly, I mean not all of us do, and I'm not criticizing you, but typically the credit card company will allow you to will loan you money for 30 days with no interest. And if you pay back that, that credit card in 30 days, then you just pay the balance and you don't pay interest, which is great for most people. Now, if you're not most people, then you pay an interest. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to figure out, okay, so I get a customer in month one and it takes me three months to close it. So then you need like a quote unquote loan period of getting those customers to close. And if it takes you three months to close them, then essentially what you're doing is is that like you're you're adding them like you're adding revenue from previous months to help cover the cost for for future months. Does this kind of make sense so far? I know this is like I wish I had this. Wish you could see what I'm trying to to explain here. And so where 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 we're coming from is is that when you're doing this style of growth acceleration or something like that. Um, what happens is, is that your, your budget is increasing every single month and your revenue is growing because you're, you figured out that, Hey, in this channel or in these channels, it generates us X you know, dollars per month. And we know that it's going to take us three months to close a customer and that we need, you know, these many people to do that. And so as we add more in, we get more customers and maybe it's just an extra two or three or four customers, but those extra two or three or four customers is going to increase our revenue by now $200,000 and then $300,000 and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then you kind of like extrapolate this out to like the next 12 months. And so, you know, that's kind of how I'm trying to explain this. And, and, and so we're, we're attempting a model like this. Um, where my CEO kind of showed me this and the challenge with our business model is a little different. Every business is going to be a little different. So we get a closed deal that the person doesn't pay that money all up front. And on top of that, that deal that we close isn't necessarily guaranteed money. So when it closes, like when it's all fully paid out, that's when it's guaranteed money. So this is kind of what I mean for us is, you know, the person is going to pay a $200 design deposit. So basically that 200 bucks is just to get them in the door so that we can design something for them. And then if they like the design then and they want to move forward with a wrap, then they pay an initial project um, initial project balance, which is going to be 50% of the overall balance. Make numbers easy. Let's say that the overall balance is two grand. 
or, or 2,200. All right, let's just say that because the 200 is going to go towards that balance. So it's 2,200 bucks for this entire project. Um, so he pays $1,000 to start the project and then he pays $1,000 to end the project. Between when he pays a 200 bucks to start the design and when he pays $1,000 to start the project, it could be two weeks, it can be one day, it can be three months, and you're like, well, why is it taking you so long? It's not on us, it's on the customer. The customer kind of dictates that velocity. And then from there, if you know we get a schedule, but it takes, you know, say six weeks to get a schedule, it just kind of pushes things further out. Other companies, so for instance, if you're a facility management company and you sign a project for a hundred grand, just an example, that person probably doesn't pay the hundred grand all up front. Or maybe it's you know pay per project. I don't know. But you know, you may be having like, hey, you're on contract for this much and this is what it is. So where I'm coming from, that there's ways that how you can kind of take a loan for future budget. And so you just kind of figure out your business model that works for you. And so I know this is kind of going to be a little incomplete podcast in a sense, and I'm not trying to do that, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to share what I'm currently working on to essentially increase my budget every single month without me increasing budget or going to my CEO and be like, Hey, we need another five grand. And, and then what that does is that, you know, it allows us to grow our budget based on a investing in us and be investing in a strategy that's delivering the customers. And so what we're trying to do is we're essentially trying to add an, you know, a percentage into our already, you know, pre you know, qualified budget of marketing. So as I mentioned, it's like, let's say we started off with 10 grand and then we're going to increase our 10 grand by 10% every month. So month one is 10 grand. Month two is 11 grand. Month three is, is 11 is 12,200. Month four is, and it keeps going up, right? So, you know, put this out into a spreadsheet. And then whatever profits, gross margins that you make from closed business for month one, you add a percentage from that amount towards your second month. Okay, so if you ran these ads and then in month two, you made $100,000 and you say, hey, I'm gonna invest 10 or I'm gonna invest 1% back into this engine, I'm gonna take $1,000 and add that. So instead of it being, $11,000, it's now $12,000 in month two. And then month three, it got you another 100 grand, just an example, and another $1,000. So instead of it being 12,200, it's now 13,200. Does that make sense? So what you're doing is you're adding more to this. So now all of a sudden you've increased your ad spend from $10,000 to now $13,000 by month three. So essentially one third of your budget increase. So in essence, you should be generating another example, like say $30,000. And so that should be showing up on your revenue generated. And so this is way easier when you build it out onto a spreadsheet. Now, in order to do this strategy correctly, you need to know what exactly your CAC is, which is your customer acquisition cost. Your customer acquisition cost is, is the cost of acquiring a customer. If you don't know your CAC, down to a T, then you have bigger problems. And so I'm gonna be very blunt to you right now. If you don't know your CAC, then you don't know what the fuck you're doing with your business at the moment, because you should know exactly the cost of acquiring a customer, okay? 
like this number needs to be ingrained. And if you can't figure it out, I'm gonna give you a very high level way of doing it. The cost of marketing to get that customer to come into the door, the cost of sales to close that deal. That's basically your CAC, okay? And you divide that by the revenue that you've generated out of that, okay? So when you're, you know, when, when oh, I'm sorry, not the revenue generated, the amount of customers that you generated, apologize. So let me say that one more time. So to, to calculate CAC is the cost of your sales team to close that deal, the cost of your marketing team to bring in that deal. So that includes like your ads, your ads, like your ad spend, maybe your agency and anything else in marketing to help that bring that in and whatever close that. So if you have a sales team of five people and you're, you know, and that the cost of that is like, I don't know, 10 grand and, and your marketing is 10 grand, it's 20 grand, just throwing numbers here so you understand. And it generated, you know, um, you know, 10 customers. Um, let's see, what does that come out to be a lot? Divided by 10 customers, that's $2,000, that's your CAC. That's $2,000 to acquire a customer. Okay, so is that high? I don't know, it's dependent on your business model. Like, what are your gross margins? You know, are you, you know, are your margins 30%? What's the value of each contract? Like it all kind of just depends. Like you're gonna have to figure this part out yourself. So once you figure out your CAC and you know that for a fact, then you can say, hey, I need to get X amount of customers that generate this CAC or the, this, this revenue. Our cost of acquiring this customer is X. I can use that number to help me kind of continue to grow this little engine here that is working for me on the paid acquisition channel. And you keep doing that. But you have to kind of really know like what that number is, like what your customer acquisition cost is. If there's any kind of like breakage, like where you know that, hey, you know, we know that even though we acquire a customer this much, we lose 5% because something just doesn't, you know, pan out and, and therefore it goes up to this number. So like you got to take into account like those things. And so this, the idea here is that you're essentially taking a loan um, based off of your, you know, like your performance in the marketing and performance in the gross revenue that's generating from this strategy. That's basically what it is, okay? And this loan should be paying back. And so this is where you have to get really good at like what channels are delivering you guys high quality leads, what channels are delivering you guys high quality customers that you are able to close, what is the cost of acquiring that customer, how long does it take to close that customer, and is this repeatable? And then if it's repeatable, then you just keep putting more money into this machine. This kind of makes sense. So I know it's a little confusing to some people, I get it. It is a little different, but just kind of bear with me here. The idea here is that you're, you're essentially just kind of building up you know, your, your marketing budget. And then you're obviously gonna to have to hire more salespeople as you start bringing in more qualified leads. You're gonna to have to create some more systems and, pro excuse me, and processes because things are gonna be breaking and so on and so forth. And this is one strategy, okay? We have not done this yet. 
you can probably do this for your facility management company, especially if like if it's like hard like contract, like hey, this contract is 12 months, it's $120,000, you pay us $10,000 per month, you get X services, you get X, you know, Y, Y products and you get Z things. And then this is what it is. Like, I mean, that's probably easier. So for facility or property management companies, great strategy because it works. Now, you, and if you're like, well, ours is different. Yeah, I know. You're going to have to massage these numbers. Like, theoretically, this this works, but you're going to have to play with it and make it work for your business. And if you ask me, like, well, why can't you figure it out for us? Every business operates differently, okay? So every business is just and so this is kind of where like you as a marketing leader you should be tied really tight to that revenue number and you should be really seeing some of this stuff and paying attention to how this stuff is getting put in and and all that so from my perspective what i'm just simply saying is is that make sure that um you understand how much a deal is is how much of a deal is coming in for every customer like what's the average deal size of a customer understand what your CAC is, what your customer acquisition cost is, like really know that number, okay? And then, you know, more importantly, understand, you know, any kind of other variables, you know, that could possibly influence this number, all right? So this is just a high level. I'm gonna come back at one point, probably in the near future, and tell you what we implemented and what we're doing, and probably give you like, I don't know, monthly or quarterly updates on how this strategy is working, because I'm actually kind of curious, like, I've heard of this of this kind of come up. I've never implemented anything like this. And so I am curious to see how it's gonna pan out. So I do think it's a great strategy because you're betting on yourself. You're betting on the success of your, of your marketing strategy. You're betting on the success of your sales team closing these qualified leads. And that's pretty much what it boils down to, all right? So if you have any questions, hit me up. You could always talk to me on LinkedIn. So I've had actually had uh, Bob Davis send me a message uh, today. I'm asking me about um, about the, a cold email um, pro, a cold email product that I mentioned before in podcast. If you're wondering what that is, it's called Mailshake. You can find it in one of my previous podcasts. I don't even know what episode it is, but I'm pretty sure it has something to do with cold emailing. So, you know, search through that channel or search through my podcast and like type in cold email or something like that, and you'll find something about Mailshake. Okay. So other than that, um, do me um, two other favors. Uh, make sure you share this podcast with somebody else, with someone on like one of your lists or one of your friends through a DM or through um, you know just a text message. And number three, give us a five-star review on Spotify um, and or um, Apple Podcasts. I'd greatly appreciate that. Have a great day and I'll talk to everybody later. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not hurt my feelings this is more for facility managers and for facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing all right guys thanks a lot and have a great one